When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for the Cannon Fire podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And of course, they've always got the online casino, which never closes. So head over to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Once again, BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the 48-yard line. Second down, 13. Brady lobs one downfield. Caught ball by Gronkowski. Inside the 20 to the 15-10. Gronkowski to the 5 to the 4-yard line. Holy Gronkapoli. <laughs> Third down, 18. Dropping Gannon, looking Gannon, looking Gannon. Those up the middle. It's intercepted at the Derek 30. Brooks. Derek Brooks, 30. Brooks to the 25-20. Derek, by the way, there it is. The dagger's in. No. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, baby. This is the big nasty. Yeah, big nasty Hall of Fame Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, baby. This is Mike Allstott, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you're listening to the Cannon Fire Podcast. Cannon Fire Podcast, brother. You ain't listening, and you're missing out. Woo! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cannon Fire Podcast. Back at you today live on YouTube for episode 183. Happy schedule release day, Bucks fans. Moments ago, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers unveiled their 17-game schedule. We'll break that down here in a minute, but welcome back to the show. I'm your host, as always, Rhett Matthew. Joined alongside me, as always, my good buddy and co-host, the Philly Bucks fan himself, Mr. Evan Wanish. Are you ready to preview the slate for our Bucks in 2021? I'm ready for... Billion, uh, billions, yeah, we got billions, yeah. I'm ready for so many people to ask me um, record predictions. And just going to put a full disclaimer, I know not everybody's in the chat probably that's going to be here, but I'm sure there's going to be some people that miss it and ask it anyway. We do not do record predictions on this show because what we do is sometime in August, we will do, we'll sit down and preview every game one by one. It'll be like an hour and a half, hour and 45 minute show. And we will pick wins and losses and, and go by that. So right now, this is just a preview, taking a look at the schedule, what's good, what's bad, uh, places they have to travel to, when's their bye week, that sort of thing. So no record prediction talk right now, but uh, um, yeah, it's exciting new time. Uh, this is the last bit of news you're going to get for a little bit. Yeah, man. NFL, so. It is a busy day, so I think we'll really get a good idea of our Cannon Fire faithful tonight because everybody there. and their mom is live streaming yeah. for schedule release day. It's almost like a holiday. Like if you're really one of those NFL fans who I don't want to say has a problem, but teeters on it. This is a day that you look forward to for a very, very long time. Dare I say I might even look forward to schedule release day. A little bit more than the draft, at least as far oh. as this year goes. But yeah, maybe maybe this year, but yeah, all right. <laughs> Shout out to our people in the live chat. Aaron Schnitzer hanging out with us. Uh Garen2012, our buddy Mr. Bucks Nation, the moderator holding it down. Kevin522 and Andrew AM209. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. So 
Let's go ahead and get to this schedule. I mean, here we are. It has been released. There have been leaks all day. Some of them have been right. Some of them, uh, some of them have been terrible. Some people have posted the strength of schedule board and said that that's a schedule. Um, so, I mean, here we are. No more leaks. No more guessing. The Buccaneers kicking off their season. Thursday night football in Raymond James Stadium against healthy Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. I got to tell you, man. Coming into the season, coming off of a Super Bowl, it's hard to not say Bucks by 50 every single week, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you look at this matchup against Dallas, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's a win. Okay, it's going to be week one football. Bucks are coming off of a full offseason. Everybody's healthy. But let's not forget that Dallas, I mean, Dak, you know, depending on how he plays before he went down last year, he was playing pretty well. They've got a good wide receiver core. In uh, in Dallas, they got some good pieces on that offense. And I think, you know, what I look at the most in this week one game, it's going to be a good test for the defense, really get those guys up to speed to where they should be, because there are some uh, some stout playmakers in Dallas for sure. Yeah, really quick, though, um, before we get into that preseason schedule has been released. Oh, also. there we go. So, there we go. Uh, Saturday, August 14th. Uh, it looks like the Buccaneers are going to be hosting the Cincinnati Bengals in Tampa at 730 p.m. Saturday, August 21st, the Buccaneers will be hosting the Tennessee Titans at 7.30 p.m. And then August 28th, that's another Saturday, three straight Saturdays, uh, they will be at the Houston Texans at 8 p.m. So there's your preseason. But, yeah, um, we'll see how much, you know, Tom Brady, probably get a good look at Kyle Trask in those three games. So Yeah, that, um, that, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I know that, you know, preseason isn't the, uh, the hot topic on everybody's schedule release show, but – Let's, you know, not forget to mention here, if people are fired up about that Kyle Trask pick, well, that's probably the most you'll see him in red and pewter over the next few seasons. God forbid anything happens. Um, Willie Beeman coming in with the first super chat of the live stream. Ten bucks to the Wendy's fun. What's going on, CFP? I enjoyed you guys during the draft and looking forward to a great season. Not too thrilled with the first game. Dallas, the team in the worst division of all, shouldn't be playing us in the first game. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people wanted that marquee matchup. You know, Buffalo, New Orleans were a couple of those teams that were that were rumored. You wanted an NFC versus NFC team, and I mean, that's what you got. But you got the Cowboys, uh, America's team, quote unquote, as Tom Brady puts it. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's a good, I think it's a good matchup. And listen, I'll take the Cowboys over like a really tough team that they might not be week one. But let's also remember Tom Brady's made the Super Bowl every single year. He starts 0-1. So maybe we did want the Bills. Who knows? But thank you for the super chat, Willie. You're the man. Yeah. um, So, I mean, like you said, though, Dallas, I think the type of game, and obviously we'll get into it more in our season prediction show in August, but this type of game has the makings of maybe a, a higher scoring game just because, yes, the, I think the Buccaneers defense is very good, but this Dallas offense is also very good. But the big storyline here is going to be Dak Prescott's return. That's that's the obvious thing here. It's going to be his first time playing football since he had that nasty injury against the Giants yeah. in October, and um, we'll see how he responds. We'll see if he plays in the preseason at all. Um, we're not sure. You know, might not be his complete first football action against the Bucs, but um, – it, it, it's it's going to be a challenge, I think, for the Buccaneers secondary. And I think it's going to – the Dallas offensive line will also be likely fully healthy. So I think this game could possibly be a pretty high-scoring one. I don't think Dallas's defense is going to be able to keep up with the Bucs. I just, I, I just don't see it. So that's why I would give the Bucs the edge to this one. But, um, yeah, I, I just – I think it could be a high-scoring game. And, I, you know, 
I think a, a team like New Orleans made more sense. I, you know, I had always, I heard the things about Buffalo, but I normally the NFL likes to do an interconference uh, game for the first one. So like the, the NFC versus AFC thing, like, I was like, eh. So that's why I always thought New Orleans or Dallas made sense. So they go with Dallas. I think New Orleans would have been a little bit of a better storyline. You have the, the, especially if James Winston starts, you have the former quarterback um, with the same coaching staff that basically dumped him. Um, I mean, it's not too long ago. The Saints swept them last year, embarrassed them the last time they were in Tampa. Uh, you know, and then the, the Bucks beat them in the playoffs. Um, and they would, you know, raise the banner in front of them. That'd be, you know, that's something that's new. That, and, you know, and, and that's something that, that New Orleans has been searching for for, you know, 10 years almost, another yeah. Lombardi trophy, and the Bucks got it. So, um, you know, that would have been the better one. But, I mean, I get it why it's Dallas. You know, it's, it's Dallas. It's a, it is what it is. It's, it's a game people be, will be watching. It's always going to be a draw. It is always right. going to be a draw. Right. Um, there's a lot of other games to get excited about. Just like last season, the Buccaneers do have five primetime games this year. So Dallas is going to be kicking things off week one. Week two, your first division matchup within the NFC South. They're going to be at home again, taking on Atlanta. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll kind of do like a condensed breakdown of each game. But previewing this far ahead to Atlanta is something we like to do on our season prediction show. But... I think Atlanta is another team that, you know, I see no reason the Bucks shouldn't sweep them again in uh, 2021. Yeah, it's a, it's a division. So it's a division opponent. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I think you always play your division tough. And um, obviously early in the season, Atlanta's, I mean, the Bucks really played Atlanta late last year. They played yeah, they what, did. Week, week 15 was the first time they played them. And now this year, Carolina is that team. They don't play Carolina for the first time until week 16. So. Um, sort of essentially almost switching roles kind of if you if you look at it because um, you know the, the Bucks played Carolina uh, last year at, you know in week, week two in Tampa and then they, they played them again like mid-season or so sort of a switch here with the Falcons the Falcons right. now come to Tampa week two and um, Carolina has to wait a while but yeah I mean the, the Falcons could be a team that are still riding high. It's it's a coaching staff that's a rookie coaching staff, so you may not know exactly what they're going to do. So that's sort of the downfall of having, um, you know, having it this early. That you don't really have tendencies per se. But I mean, this Falcons team might be trading Julio Jones. I mean, it, it very well could. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, now this next we'll, stretch. We'll see what happens. Week three and four, I think, is one of the tougher stretches of the schedule. They're on the road both weeks. Week three, you heard it from Pat McAfee on his show today. They're going to be playing the Rams out in L.A., Matt Stafford and his fancy new offense. And then the week after that, the must-see game of the season. They're going to be in Foxborough taking on New England and Bill Belichick against the Patriots. Um, Like I said, this is a stretch you look at, and... While I don't think the Patriots are going to be competing for first place in their division, I think they have you know a lot better setup than they did last year at this time for sure. Um, and when you're playing on the road two weeks in a row, it's going to be tough going coast to coast as well. But uh, the Rams, you know, going to be another team that's exciting to watch depending on how Matt Stafford is able to do with those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 going to be a challenge to 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 go. To, you know, to go out to LA after being, you know, being a Tampa, going out to LA, then going back to Tampa then going up to new England. Like that's, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, luckily, it, it, luckily it's not a short week and luckily it's, it's not even a Sunday night football game versus the Rams. So the Bucks should be able to get into Tampa at least at a decent time on Sunday. 
um, they're able to sleep in their own beds and stuff and, and then get, you know, get the work. So um, it, it's a, it's a challenge. I looked at the Rams as probably the best team that the Bucs were going to play or one of the best teams. I think them or the bills are probably the best teams that the Bucs were going to play this season. So, yeah. and it, you know, this game's on the road. I think it's, it's an incredible challenge and this type of defense could really give Tom Brady fits, but hopefully they learned a little bit from, from last year. And, um, you know, yeah, who knows? Yeah, that's another, you know, a positive about getting the Rams this early. Is Stafford going to be connecting with his guys? Is right. the offense, is the Rams offense really going to be in, in rhythm? And, you know, you don't know. So um, I, I think it could, it could definitely go either way. I think it's a very tough game. But, you know, to, to be a, you know, a good team, you got to win some tough games. And, yeah. um, you know, the, the Buccaneers weren't able to get the job done against the Rams last year. Maybe they'll be able to get it done this year. Yeah. And it's funny because we look at last year's schedule and this year, I, I think it's worth noting. I don't know who messed up and gave the Bucks the easiest schedule in the NFL, but like we love this schedule, right? You look at the Rams as one of the toughest matchups they're going to have. Nobody was saying that last year. Like I know we were saying that they were going to be a tougher team, right? But you had the Chiefs on your schedule. You had a lot of good teams. You had the Packers and Aaron Rodgers ride high when they came to town. So you really you still had that. You still had the the Saints twice. Yeah, you know? I mean, you still I mean, have the Saints twice this year, but they're in a much different yeah. situation. Drew Brees obviously not there. The starting quarterback situation a little bit up in the air. I'm I'm still kind of leaning towards Jameis, but we'll see what happens ultimately. Uh, Carolina is in a weird adjustment phase. You don't know how Sam Darnold's going to work. Atlanta, like I said before, this is a team that could trade away. You know, the best wide receiver they've had in history. Almost ever. Uh, oh, it's 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 got to be history. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't know the state of these teams, but as of right now, it looks pretty favorable for Tampa. So I don't know who's going to get the lashing at the uh, you know the schedule making committee, but people are upset about Tampa's schedule this year, and I would not have it any other way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we talked we talked about it beforehand. Um, personally, for me, I, I'd like to have it a little bit of a different way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so here's, here's the little inside thing here. Um, so when I, I'm obviously the Philly Bucks fan, so I'm from Philly and no, I do not know if I'm going to the Eagles game, Eagles Bucks game. Yeah. I don't know. Probably not to be honest with you, but I don't know. Um, so we go on vacation every November and normally it falls either with sometime within weeks, nine, 10 or 11. That's normally our vacation, but we normally overlap with two weeks. Sometimes it's been weeks, weeks 10 and 11. Sometimes it's been weeks nine and 10. Last year it was weeks nine and 10. Um, this year it's going to be weeks nine and 10. And of course, you know, uh, week nine is the bye week. So obviously no game then. And then week 10, they are in Washington. So that does not help our yeah. cause at all. So um, we'll not be going to a game this year. Maybe we'll fly down to one of them, make a special trip. You won't be making a game this year, but you will still come down for your yearly well, beating in the King of the Wing competition okay. it's, it was as one, I will take home the year. crown for like, the second like year in a row. The act, reigning, like, defending, no, 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 King of the Wing you, champion. You you act like you're the Undertaker, and you just got this in tremendous streak. Well, I'm undefeated, it's, it's buddy. One. As far as it's the not, stats, not you know, even, go check, go check your sheets. It's te- yeah, go check your sheets. <laughs> it's te- go watch, it's go watch some you. game film. It's not, it's not a win streak until you hit like three. Like that, that's a streak. <laughs> All right. So, and then, you know, who knows where we're gonna be two years from now when when you can potentially hit three. We're not going to because you're we're, I'm tying up the series. So. There we go. I, I like the enthusiasm. Uh shout out to our people in the chat, Daniel H, Kevin522, Vortex, and Garen2012 
who is Bubba Army hanging out with us. Thank you so much for your support, my friend. Truly do appreciate it. I called and in with I James as official to... moderator. Yes, Kevin, he will be there. I called into the the uh, the radio station today. Had a little conversation. Yes, you did, man. Yes, you did. You called into the uh, I think it, the Scouts show. It was myself, my coworker Lummy, his good buddy Daryl. We were talking everything from the backup guard situation to how much Lummy hates Donovan Smith. We were talking about Josh Freeman, Blake Bortles signing in Green Bay. There was a lot we covered, and uh, I'm glad you were there for a little so, bit of it. So, but before we move on to talk about a primetime game, right? Yeah, it's Week Four. Um, I saw some people say, you know, oh man, the Bucks only got five primetime games. You know, that's that's terrible. Well, uh, the amount of primetime games by team, yes, this season you were allowed the maximum of seven. Seven was the max number. There are no teams with seven. No teams with six. The the max teams. Or have five. That's Green Bay, New Orleans, Dallas, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, the Rams, San Francisco, Kansas City, and Tampa. So those are nobody has six, nobody has seven. So a lot of people could be complaining, but the Buccaneers basically do have the max primetime games, even though that number technically was put the the seven. Right. And who knows? Some of those later games in the season could be flexed. If what if what if the Panthers are on a roll? You know, and and the Bucks are you know the, the the Bucks are in first place, but the Panthers maybe have just a little bit of shot to make the playoffs. Do one of those games in Carolina or in Tampa? Does one of those games get flexed? Who knows? Yeah, for sure, man. Week four, like we had mentioned before, one. Bucks are on the road. This is the game of the year. I mean, if you are a bandwagon Tampa fan, if you are a diehard New England fan, I mean, shit. If you're a diehard Bucks fan. Everybody has their eyes on this game. It is Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick for the first time in history. And uh, I don't want to say winner take all because I don't know when these teams will play again with Tom Brady at the helm. But um, this one's for all the marbles, it feels like, right? It, it feels like the heaviest game of the season for some reason because I think for Tom Brady in particular, there's a hell of a lot to prove in this one. Yeah, I think, you know, Bill Belichick will never admit it. But you know, deep down inside, there's a lot to for him to prove in this one too. Like oh, he yeah. wants, he he wants to win this one. Um, the New England players want to win this one. I mean, they want to they want to sort of prove that, like, hey, the guys we got now, yeah, we 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 can win, we will win with the guys we got now. We don't need, you know, like with Tom Brady. Yeah, you're great and all, but we we don't need you to win. They they want to prove that. Oh, but yeah. then Tom Brady wants to prove, like, yeah, you you made a mistake, not necessarily letting me go because it was his decision to leave, but like. You made a mistake not like doing things for me and, and treating this thing like a boot camp and, and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it'll be interesting to see just how they play them because nobody knows Tom Brady better than Bill Belichick. Uh, um, so, does Belichick know exactly how to game plan? I think it's going to be a really tight game. I, I do. It's going to be a primetime game. Both teams are going to get up for it. And I, I think. Both defenses, I think it could be a low-scoring game, so I think you could see both defenses really rise to the occasion in this one. It could be a low-scoring game. I also think because of uh, who's playing quarterback for New England. Now, my question for you is, do you think it's going to be Cam this time in the season, or are we going to see Mac Jones? Could be. Because, I mean, Um, I feel like four weeks is enough time for Cam to just kind of, you know, play his way out of the starting job because he should have done that last year. Yeah, I mean – yeah, it's see the week four is sort of that sweet spot, right? Yeah, teams are what starting to figure England's, stuff out. What if New England's zero and three with Newton? Like, do they throw Mac Jones in there? Like, 
what if what if they're one and two with Newton, but the offense really doesn't look great? Like, yeah. you know, that's sort of the the sweet spot, and that's always a concern, right? That that'd be the most Bucks thing ever. That <laughs> even with Tom Brady, right? Mac Jones comes in, that's his first start, and boom, it's Daniel Jones in Tampa all over again. Oh, man, um, it's just yeah, it's the same 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 last name, same thing, right? Nobody thought he should have been drafted oh, in the first man. round. It's the same exact storyline. Um, that was week three. This is week four. Um, so it is not, not sure. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I would guess Cam Newton, I guess he would have the job still. So I think the Bucks defense would see him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, who knows, maybe that's the game where maybe what if the Bucks are up big and like Bill says, look, I'm pulling you Cam. Like, you know, if the Bucks are up, you know, if the Bucks are up bit, you know, 20 points at halftime, and Bill's like, you know, hey, like, I got to, like, we're pulling a plug on Cam. That you could see Mac Jones. So I think you'll see Cam Newton start, maybe not finish, who knows. But I do think that's going to be a low scoring game. I think both defenses, I think just, I'm not saying Tom Brady can't have success. I just think Bill Belichick's such a good coach that he knows exactly what to do to contain Tom Brady and contain those weapons. So, and contain Rob Gronkowski. And not everybody's talking about, oh, Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. This is Rob Gronkowski's first time versus doing with Patriots, too. Yes, so. it is. Um, yo, we'll see. It's Julian Edelman, who's around. apparently going to be a Buccaneer here soon, he'll be playing by, against his by old week team. Four, by week four, he might be. Um, <laughs> and then you know, Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown played one game with the Patriots, but yet again, like he was with the Patriots, so um, it'll be interesting to see. And uh, I do think it's gonna be a low scoring game, but yeah, it's that's a uh, that's not the biggest game on the book schedule as far as like seeding goes, but it feels like it's right. like the biggest game is like it yeah, has a lot like, of weight it, to it. It shouldn't even feel like it for the fans because, like, they have no horse in that race. Like, it doesn't – like, what does it matter? Like, the Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick thing. But, like, those guys personally, like, put yourself in Tom Brady's shoes. You know, you're going out to, to face your former boss. You want to beat him. Oh, right? yeah. Like, you know, and Bill you Belichick. stick it to him. Going, yeah, you're going out to face your former employee. Like, you want to beat him. So, <laughs> like, for the fans, like – that's how big this is that like it feels big for the fans, but in reality, it's more big for those players on yeah. a personal level. Yeah. Shout out to our people in the live chat as we're about a quarter away, a quarter of the way through the season schedule. Technically we're not a quarter of the way because there's 17 games this year. I, I keep just, I hate that so much, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, Adrian Ponce hanging out with us. He said bucks coming to LA week three and he will be there. So send us some photos, awesome. tag us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow us there. Cannon fire podcast. Willie Beeman says, I'm looking forward to the Pats game. Both sides know each other very well. And Belichick spent a King's ransom in free agency. And that's the thing as well, man, is that like that's how you know that Belichick is definitely serious about how he's approaching this year. Not that he wasn't last year because of, you know, all the opt outs kind of get in the way of everything. But he's really doubling down. I think he's going to try his best to compete. I don't think they'll get first place in that division, but they'll be fighting for that second place spot for sure. Um, and then Kevin five, two, two says, Hey, let's give cam some leeway here. The man had COVID no help in, uh, new England. And he was learning a new offense. He should be better with an off season. I do agree with that, but maybe I'm a little biased here, but I just, I, I can't get the sour taste of cam Newton out of my mouth since his time in Carolina. I hated watching him dance on the Buccaneers five yard line before scoring a touchdown. Right. It's like garbage time. And they sent him on a QB sneak right up the middle just to get another seven points. But, uh, you know, that's right. how I remember Cam Newton. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. 
I, 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 yeah, and that's another thing. That's this is gonna be the first time. That's something you forget. First time the Bucks will be facing Cam Newton since he left the Panthers. So, yeah, uh, the Bucks had success against Cam Newton more recently than they did earlier in his career. Um, and hopefully that trend continues. So for sure, staying in the same division, but the Bucks are headed back home. Week five, they're taking on the Miami Dolphins. And this is, I think, one of those games, kind of like the Packers game last year. I'm really excited to see this one play out, not only because I have a lot of family who's Miami fans, but I think it's going to be a closer game than people expect. I, I really like the Miami hype this year, and I, I, I think they'll be a team that competes. I think this is going to be a tough game. I yeah. think this is going to be a tougher game than people think. I really do. Brian Flores, again, comes from New England. That entire staff comes from New England. Like, they know Brady. Obviously, I know oh, they haven't coached there in a little bit. They still know Tom Brady. Tom Brady was there his entire career. Yeah, they worked you know, with the guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like Brady was, you know, they went against him in practice. They, you know, it's not like Brady was just there for a year. It's not like he was there for a cup of coffee. I think Miami, like Miami went 10 and 6 and missed the playoffs last year. Yeah. Okay. And they had a young team, man. Nobody and they swapped quarterbacks six. almost halfway through the year. Yeah, it was like a bullpen. Yeah, <laughs> it was, I mean, literally, um, it was like a bullpen. Oh, this guy's not working. Throw him out there. Oh, now we're finding success. Yeah. Um, I, this all relies on Tua. It, it really does. It, it, if Tua is going to be good, then the Dolphins are going. I think the Dolphins could. I think they could compete with the Bills for the division. I, I think the Bills are one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. I think. I, the, I think it'll these, be either Miami or New England in that second place spot. Oh, yeah, the Jets are. Yeah. <laughs> Jets, the, the, we'll talk about the Jets are the Jets. They're looking up, but they're still the Jets. Um, the Bucks have a few of those on our schedule. Um, so um, just Miami's defense, that's what I'm looking at. I think their defense yeah. is versatile. Their defense is talented. I mean, they can dismantle guys. So this is a tough game. Uh, I, I think this is a game where the Bucks defense is going to have to – you know, force some turnovers and, and, you know, Tua, I, you know, the issue with him is pocket awareness. He, he's had some issues with fumbling this past season um, and just overall like aggressiveness, but also he didn't really have that many weapons. Now he's yeah. got Will Fuller and Jalen Waddle. I mean, you know, it's going to be a tough chat. I think it's going to be a tougher game than people think. I think the Bucks are the better team, but I, I do think it's going to be a tough game. So we'll have to see. David Cardona in the live chat says, which game on the schedule is no one talking about right now, but you guys think will be a good game? I mean, that Miami game. That, that Miami game. Yeah, I, I think that's number one for me. I've got that one circled on my schedule, just like I did the uh, the first Packers game last year. But um, I'm excited to see what Miami can do. I really like what Brian Flores is doing, and I think our buddy Willie Beeman said it best as well. They nailed the draft this year. They only got better. Uh, so I'm excited to see that game in week five. Week six. Now, I know you mentioned that week nine and 10, when you're down in Florida, you might not be able to make a home game, but maybe just maybe this is the one that you're able to make. Um, Bucks are taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. What do you think of this matchup? Yeah, so this was OK. There's there's four. The Bucks play the NFC East, right? There's four teams in the NFC East. Three of those teams get primetime games versus the Bucks, except for the one that they actually played in the playoffs that won the division. Let's hope Washington. they can. Uh, let's hope they can play better at night this year too. I think Kevin mentioned it yeah, a little every, earlier. Everybody, in the stream. every yeah, everybody's so bummed about only having five primetime games. The Bucks went one and three, and right, like, yeah, yeah, oh, I, we I wanted seven. Yeah, I I understand that they won a Super Bowl. Sure, they still in the regular season they went one and three. That was a serious concern. I remember sitting on this podcast talking like. Do these guys know the playoffs are going to be primetime games? Yeah. Because yeah, pretty much are. all those games are going to be at night or at least yeah. late afternoon. 
Yeah, like all the like they're gonna be at primetime games and they just can't win them. They it was a real issue. That and that that one win, that one win was the Giants game. We're coming that up. Was, we, we were we were sitting here coming up with theories like maybe the lights get in their eyes, you know, yeah, like something, you know, like maybe maybe they're sleeping too late or they're doing something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I mean, Arians, yeah. let's not ignore Bruce Arians had him practicing at night. What to yeah, prepare for the Giants game, right? It was that bad. And then they they went out and they almost lost the Giants game. And then the very next week, they got blown out by the Saints on Sunday Night Football. So, like, yeah, it's a serious issue, and it's something that they're they're gonna have to get corrected right out of the gate. You got Thursday Night Football first week, you know, and then the the fourth week Sunday Night Football, and now you know sixth week Thursday Night Football. It's time, and this is a game. Philadelphia is just in a position. I I don't think I'm going to this game. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'll keep you guys updated, but. Um, Philadelphia is in, just not in a position to win a lot of football games this year. And I think they're fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is essentially, I, I compare this to Carolina last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina knew they were probably going to struggle, but they just want to remain competitive. I think that's going to be Philly. I think they're going to lose a lot of one score games. So I don't think this game might not be a complete blowout, but I think the books should be able to handle them uh, with, you know, with relative ease. Um, so but like I said, I'm not saying it's going to be a 20 point blowout. It might be a eight, nine point win. Um, but yeah, I think the Eagles will battle hard. But in the end, if the Bucks, you know, if their issues on prime time are, are you know good and again gone, uh, they they shouldn't have much trouble. And I mean, this is a, if if you want to be taken seriously as, as a Super Bowl defender slash a team that repeats, oh, you got to win these games. You get you got to win. You got to win these. Yeah, no matter where <laughs> they are, prime time or not, like the weather. It's week six. I know how that weather is in mid October in Philly. Okay, it's, a nice it's not going to be that bad. Yeah, it's it's at night, so it'll be a little bit chillier, but it's not going to be that bad. Okay, it'll probably be low fifties, high forties. Um, so like cold won't be an issue. Okay. You got to win that game. You, you just you have to win that type of game. Um, it's the same thing with probably. I know it's a division game, with, but with Atlanta week two, you got to yeah. win that type of game. Um, so yeah, I think that. Uh, you know, I think the Eagles would battle hard, but I do think the Bucks probably would, would, um, would uh, would take care of them. The, the curious thing with Philly though for me is Jalen Hurts. Um, right. He yeah, he's a, a wild card. You think he's going to be good? I think he's going to be okay. I, I think he'll be he'll be good enough to where you feel there's going to be a split fan base on him. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what it's going to be. I think he'll be good enough to where the people can say, Oh, look at this. Right. Not exactly. Not as split as James Winston was because he was like to an extreme, but you know, there'll be like Jalen hurts fans, but then there's other people like, Oh, you still need guy draft a quarterback. Like, right. You gotta right. get one. Um, so I think that's what his season's going to be, but he, he's a guy who, uh, before you, sorry, but, um, he's a guy who can escape the pocket. We all know that. Um, and I think he he can extend plays and create on his own. So it'll be interesting to see how they defend him. Yeah, and the Buccaneers have a history of you know having a little bit of trouble with the guys who yeah. can scramble out of the pocket. So it'll definitely be a good matchup. As far as the uh, the primetime struggle goes, David Cardona in the live chat said, "I only remember struggling in primetime because Evan was suspended after the Giants game, and it made me sad." And uh, I read that yeah. comment and instantly made him a moderator because listen. To be a moderator on this channel, you kind of have to be a real one. Follow the show for a little while, and and I mean, yeah. I mean, the guy knew about your suspension, which we won't bring up because what you did was unspeakable. But I, uh, I don't even, I don't. It's so unspeakable. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that that's how that's how like legit. I don't remember what it was. I don't think I, I picked the Bucks to win that Giants game. What did I say? 
I don't I legit don't remember what it, what I got. I'll have to go back and look. If yeah. anybody else knows, put it in the chat, but I don't remember what I was suspended for. Maybe David really does. Don't. Apparently he's a big Evan fan. But thank you for your support, Evan. We're glad to big have you Evan watching guy. the show, buddy. Big week, Evan guy, let's go. Week seven. Here it is, man. At home. The one team that just, you know, the one game that felt like it got away from them last year. They're in Raymond James taking on the Chicago Bears. You think it's Justin Fields at quarterback? Yeah, we had this discussion on radio. Yes, we did. Uh, um, Week seven. I mean, it's it's more than enough time to to realize that Andy Dalton's not going to get it done, right? Here's what here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a look real quick just at the Bears' schedule and just in my head see the games beforehand. Yeah, that might determine what it is. Okay. Okay. So the Bears' schedule they start off at the Rams. That's a loss. Uh, at the Steelers, they might win that game. Steelers are a mess. At the Packers, oh well, I don't know who the Packers' quarterback's going to be. I'll, I'll, I'll just go with the safe bet. Cur- Blake Bortles, cur- of course. Uh, yeah, of course. You know that Blake Bortles has the same amount of playoff wins since 2017 as Aaron Rodgers does? Just saying. Um, Blake Bortles yeah, was yeah. also uh, – he also made it to the AFC Championship, did he not? He did. And, yeah. You know, he, he lost to Tom Brady just like Aaron Rodgers. A lot of similarities. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, no. Uh, so, so, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll assume Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. So, let's say lost. Vikings, I'll give him a win. Lions, I'll give them a win. Yeah, Packers, I'll give them uh, Packers. Uh, Packers, I'll give them a loss. Uh, what? Wait a minute. This is stupid. What their schedule? Okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay, yeah, it was. It was that was like prime time games. So the Rams one is the first game. That's a loss. Okay. Then they got the Bengals. That's probably a win. Bengals are in a rebuild. Browns, that's a loss. Lions, that's a win. Bears, you can probably. I mean, uh, Bears, Bears playing the Bears. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> yeah, that's the probably, uh, that's the scrimmage game. Yeah, they can probably beat the Raiders. Um, and then Packers lost. So was it three and three going into Tampa? I don't know if it's going to be Fields. If they're three and three and Dalton starts, trade, I think it would all depend on how Dalton up actually, to get the guy. I, I, I know, feel like. But, it, when you trade up to get a guy, especially like a you know a Justin Fields, I know we could say the same thing about Jordan Love, but they don't have Aaron Rodgers in Chicago. But when you trade up well, to get a they, guy, they, they don't like, want they don't want Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, so. right? Yeah, um, <laughs> I just I feel like when you trade up to get a guy like that, you're a little bit more eager to you know let him loose and see what happens, get those rookie mistakes out of yeah, the way, I, so he can be the future of the franchise that you traded up to get. But also, I think. I'm just thinking about old man, like football coach, right? <laughs> if if you're three and three and Andy Dalton puts up respectable numbers, like in your, let's say, we, you know, like how can you pull, them, you know? Or like uh, 275, and, two, three touchdowns, one pick or no picks. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Like by, by, by week seven, you know, he has like nine touchdown passes, like, three picks, you know, it, it's like very like pedestrian, but you're winning games. Like you're still, you're three and three or 500. Right. You're not terrible. I just don't know. Oh, man. I'll say it's Andy Dalton, the books are playing. And I think that, <laughs> I think that Tom Brady will remember this. I think he was embarrassed about the whole, uh, not knowing what down it is. And I think he takes that off. So, Hey, well, what, uh, what week are the Bucks playing the Patriots? Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So I, I think I, personally, 
I don't think Andy Dalton will still be the guy. I, I still believe that it'll be Justin Fields' time in Chicago by the time week seven rolls around. But let's go ahead and move on to week eight. We have got ourselves another NFC South matchup, and it is against those goddamn New Orleans Saints. It's going to be in the Superdome on Halloween, the spookiest Ooh. game of the year. Back in the Superdome with fans, I think, too, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that'll be a test, man. That's, you know, just like that Rams and Patriots stretch. You've got the bye week nine, but this is a tough game to to kind of close the first half of the season with, and it's going to be a yeah. statement game for Tampa Bay. It is. It if is you can push time. the Saints back down one more time, maybe we'll forget about the loss later in the season, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you're going to – yeah, I don't know if you're going to sweep the Saints. I don't think you're um, – I don't think they're going to sweep New Orleans. Um. Yeah, so it, it's ironic that it's on Halloween because a lot of Bucks fans were always scared every time Jameis Winston dropped back to pass. Um, <laughs> he's throwing but, plenty uh, of interceptions in the Superdome. He's he's throwing he's handing out interceptions like they're <laughs> Halloween candy. I'm, I'm ready to make a lot of these puns. I'm ready. I'm ready for these jokes. You've been waiting. You've been waiting um, all day for this one, man. Yeah, and when I, as soon as I saw it was on Halloween, I saw oh, this is a spectacular event. Um, yeah, so I just I, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, Michael Thomas is essentially a ghost because he disappeared versus Carlton Davis. Um, so, I yeah, I, I would like to beat New Orleans at home. <laughs> I would like to beat them in Tampa, preferably. <laughs> right. But the last time the Bucks were in this building, um, the it was Drew Brees' last game. The Saints are gonna want to beat win this game. Like they are gonna be extra. Mo- they're gonna be more motivated than Tampa Bay to win this game. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, Tampa. You know, I think New Orleans is always gonna be ha- in the same position that Tampa Bay was going into that playoff game. You got a lot to prove. I, I mean, you're Tampa, coming Tampa Bay. Yeah, you're coming off of an embarrassment. You're coming off of being sent home. And I mean, it would have been you know a, a nicer storyline had these teams ended up meeting week one. But you got to wait till halfway through the season. That makes them even more amped up. You know, they're they're playing with momentum. They kind of have their guys figured out. It's not a learning process week one of the season. You're not instilling new plays, new calls, new formations, whatever the case may be. You know, this is prime territory. Like week nine last year, we really thought that was going to be the game. You know, get revenge from early on in the yeah. season, but. Clearly, Tampa wasn't prepared. I think they will be much more prepared this time around, but it's definitely a statement and, game I mean, for New both Orleans, teams. New Orleans is the worst team. Like, yeah. they, they are. Like, um, I they, they lost a lot of key pieces. Uh, their draft class was eh. I mean, you know, it wasn't, like, spectacular or anything. So, they still don't have an answer at the second cornerback spot. Uh, they still don't really have an answer at the second wide receiver spot. Yeah their defense like i mean they had to, they lost trey hendrickson who just terrorized the bucks last year uh in weeks one and week nine um so i don't know man it I, it's gonna be a tough game division games always close ready for it halloween 425 game will be over you can go trick-or-treating after a win um so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens but um yeah, it's obviously the biggest storyline is Jameis winston most likely being the quarterback um, for the for these Saints, uh, when you know when when they when the Bucks come when the Bucks come marching in, so um, it'll it'll be interesting to see how how Jameis Winston and honestly how the Buccaneers defense attacks Jameis Winston. Yeah, we talk about Tom Brady with New England. The Bucks know Jameis Winston better than anybody as well. So it'll be interesting to see how Todd Bowles and, and you know Bruce Arians okay's it and guys like Levante David who have known him for a while. Jason yeah, Pierre. You know Paul, those tendencies. And, you practice against them five, six times a week. You know, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, for, for five years, right? Yeah. So I mean that's a lot of practice, a lot of training camp. So 
it'll be interesting to see how the Bucks play Jameis Winston. But uh, I do think both sides are going to be motivated, but I think New Orleans is really going to push. So the Bucks are really going to have to give it their all. For sure. So the bye week coming at uh, a pretty good time. I can't, I, I can't it's really complain. It's, it's, it's a, it's a bad, bad time for me. Good well, time well for yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's honestly almost a perfect bye week. I think you want your bye week right in the middle and this splits is the season in half. Yeah, you, you want your bye week to be weeks eight, nine, or ten, pretty much. Those yeah. those three dates pretty much split the season in half. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty good bye week. And coming out of it as well, another thing that's important to mention. I mean, first half of the season, yeah. Second half of the season, the same trend follows. But the Buccaneers don't have any weeks where they're playing three straight games on the road, three straight games at home. And I think a common trend we had seen from the schedule these past few years is you know two, three games on the road five games in a row one time. I mean, you know, there's always something you can nitpick with with the schedule. This year, like I said before, I wouldn't rather have it any other way. Um, I just, I think it is a great schedule, and uh, we definitely should be happy with it. I mean, you know, the uh, the least strength of schedule in the league, the number 32 ranked strength of schedule. Yeah, I actually think that was according to Mike Clay's um, okay. model. I think the Bucks are a little bit. Are they like 28? There's, there's, yeah, I think there, there's a few teams that are above them. I think they, uh, the Eagles have one of the easiest. I don't know if the Bucks have the easiest, but I, I broke it down on Twitter. I don't see. I don't see it. I, I th- you're, you're basing it all on what these teams did last year. Right. You really are. I broke it down on Twitter. No, a lot of I different think, situations. I think the Bucks' schedule is harder than a lot of people think. Just like we talked about Miami, that Miami game, right? And then you got Buffalo, and then New England's well coached, and you know, and then you got the two division games with New Orleans and Dallas with a returning Dak Prescott, um, you know, Washington, who we're going to talk about here soon. Um, you know, there's the the Giants added some weapons, and I still think you know Daniel Jones is going to hold them back, but they they added some serious weapons. Oh, yeah. They're going to have Saquon Barkley back. Um, so with the Rams, like this is this is not an easy schedule, I don't think. So I think you're basing it on last year, and I, I don't think you should. But hey, I mean that's that's what those models are for. So yeah. let's move on though. Week ten, they got they got a uh, an important matchup um, coming up with a pretty good team. Oh yeah, man. We talked about them. Here we go again. Washington football team in Washington. So it'll be a rematch of that Super Wild Card game from last year. I don't think we're going to see Taylor Heineke. I think we're going to get Ryan Fitzmagic, Ryan. baby. And, magic, uh, magic. Oh, buddy, I'm excited for this one. I, I know it's just the Washington football team, but I think Washington has the pieces this year, especially on defense, to go out there and, and really make a push to win the NFC East. And uh, if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays like he did in Miami, I think they got a really good shot at doing so. It'll be the first time that Fitzpatrick's played the Bucks in a regular season since he left, so. Yeah. Um. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting to see, uh, what happens. Uh, I'm 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 curious to see Washington because I think Washington could be a sneaky, very very good team. Yeah. Their defense is loaded. I know uh, everybody was like, "Oh, what are you talking about the Washington defense you know, before the playoff matchup?" Like, the, yeah, that defense is one of the best in the NFL. So what the Buccaneers did was impressive. And maybe they can replicate it, but the defense added some more talent. They added William Jackson, the third from Cincinnati, uh, Jamin Davis uh, from the linebacker in the first round. Um, and then obviously on offense, Fitzpatrick and Curtis Samuel, and they, they re-signed Brandon Scherf. So it's, 
it's I think it's gonna be a tough challenge. It's a tough road game. I, I'm pretty sure all stadiums are expected to have fans, so uh, that's another factor at, at oh, yeah. on the road now that you have to consider. Um, so I think this is a tough game. Um, the Bucks, hopefully, they're able to pull it out just like they did, uh, you know, with with the playoff game. But this is gonna be a tough one. Oh yeah! Shout out to our guy in the live chat, Don Trump, the one and only forty fifth president of the United States, is is hanging out with us, but uh, showing some oh, love wow. for the podcast, and he is Bub Army as well. So thank you for hanging uh, out he, with us, he, my friend. He tried he tried to dis- disguise himself just as right, like, so he didn't get right. his account banned. I get it. I I do the same thing, man. I got burners everywhere. <laughs> Moving on to week eleven, the Buccaneers are at home. They're taking on Big Blue, the New York Giants. Your yearly matchup against New York. I don't know what it is about the Giants, but they always find a way to weasel themselves into our schedule, and here they are yet again. Daniel Jones with what feels like his last chance this season um, and a little bit better of a team than they had last year, I think. But I don't know. How do you think the Giants are going to do this year? Not that great? Five-win team? Uh, uh, no, I think they'll win a little bit more than five games. Okay. I think you're, you're looking closer to – see, I'm so mad. There can be nobody – there can't be any 500 teams. Oh, nobody I know. Doesn't that suck? You want to say they're going to go 7-9, <laughs> and 8-8, nine, eight and eight, you know, yeah, really right like, there on the you know, threshold? Uh, I, I, I think I just keep going like wins. I, I'll say the Giants get seven or eight wins. So yeah. I'll, I'll say either seven and ten or eight and nine. I think eight and nine is probably their ceiling. Um, because I mean, they did, you know, they added Kenny Galladay and they added Kadarius Tony, and, and they still got Sterling Gettys- Shepard, I think. Yeah, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Um, they got guys. So, yeah. um, they, they got they're getting Saquon Barkley back. That defense played a lot of people tough. Uh, so played Tampa Bay tough. Played Tampa Bay very tough. Um, and this is a, another Monday night football game. It's just oh, a different location. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But uh, I just don't know if, if Daniel Jones, um, Kevin said eight, eight and one. That's not 500 though. Eight, yeah. eight and one is not a 500 record. So yeah, you, you can go eight and eight and one and with one tie, but that's not, that doesn't equivalent to a 500 record. So I mean, I guess um, I, that literally is just the closest you can get because the, the you closest. know, the one, you didn't win, you didn't lose. It's like a point five almost yeah. um, for that record, but it's it's pretty yeah. funny to bring up. So, I'm excited to see that matchup. I just um, think, yeah, Dan, Daniel Jones is just gonna hold him back. They just, I just don't yeah. think Daniel Jones has it. So week twelve, the Buccaneers are on the road, and this is another one of those games where, depending on how the quarterback play looks in Indianapolis, this is another one of those games on the schedule that. Could be a pretty tall task for Tampa Bay. Um, you know, we know that they have a great offensive line in Indy. We know that their defense is one of the best in the NFL. But if Carson Wentz can find a way to thrive in Indy, it could spell trouble for the Buccaneers in uh, Week 12. It could spell trouble for the NFL. Yeah, it um, could. That, that Indy team is literally, I think, a team that is – They're a quarterback, quarterback away. A quarter – like a true quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Like I legit think – they could that team could win a Super Bowl if they found the right quarterback. Um, yeah, well, it, Indy's a tough one to project because it all depends on Carson Wentz. Yeah, if Carson Wentz is good, yeah, that's a tough game. That is yeah. you know, on the road. That is you know on the road after a Monday Night Football game, a short week. That's a tough game, man. That is a really tough game. But if Wentz still struggles. I mean, is he even? Would he even even be the quarterback at that point? Like, I don't know. You know, yeah. Um, if 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 the Colts are struggling, who knows? So, I I think Wentz is going to do fine. I don't think he's going to do excellent, but I also don't think he's going to be horrible. Um, yeah. 
So I think it's a tough game regardless. Indy made the playoffs last year. I think they're another they're a playoff caliber team, and they're they're one that the Bucks are gonna have to they're gonna have to beat. Uh, I don't know if they will. Like I said, we're not doing season predictions, but um, you know we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But this is this had this is one of the games where I think one player could really tilt it either way, and it's Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, for sure. Now. The uh the last stretch and of the that, schedule. By the way, by the way, that was the seventeenth game added. So yes. that was yes, that it was, was. It. that was that was the extra road game. So next year, the Bucks will actually have the Bucks this year have nine road games, eight home games. Next year they'll have nine home games, eight road games. Yeah. Well, you know, with that seventeenth game, we don't really know how it's going to affect teams down the stretch. We know that week right. eighteen is going to be a division matchup, no matter what. We'll talk about that in a minute. But these last five games. They really shoved all the Bucks division games right here into the stretch, did they not? Uh, so coming off of the Colts, they're going to be on the road again in Atlanta, taking on the Falcons. We talked about that matchup a little bit earlier. By week 13, you're going to know who the Falcons are. By week 13, every single year, you kind of know who the Falcons are. Even if they turn around and they go on a little bit of a run like they like to do at the end of the year, I think you're still going to know who Atlanta is, and I think the Buccaneers should win that game. Week 14, the marquee matchup, Josh Allen. Taking on Tom Brady, potential Super Bowl matchup, at least my prediction. Tampa Bay and Buffalo, that game is in Raymond James Stadium. I'm excited for this one, man. I think it's going to be high scoring. Yeah. Um, I, this is going to be an exciting game. This could, you know, Buffalo is one game away. We are one game away from seeing this in Super Bowl uh, 50, 55, right? Yeah. 55, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. You sure already it was forgot. Damn, man. wasn't sure if it was. wasn't sure if it was fifty-five. Or 56. It's right behind Dude, it. The logo is on the banner right see, there. I can't see it. You're sitting right there. And besides, with those Roman numerals, I'm not smart enough for that, dude. Like, I like it takes me time to figure that. He's stuff a football out. guy, not a grammar and Ex- exactly. an English guy. Um, I guess it's oh my Roman, God. but you know what I mean. David Cardona definitely listened to the podcast. He said, picture this, guys. Week six, Thursday Night Football. Bucks have Kyle Trask at QB1. Eagles have Jamie Newman at QB1. Evan's worst nightmare. I know. <laughs> Jamie Newman would shred this defense. Just, oh, my God. I'm just sitting there like, you got to be. And while Kyle Trask can't throw an out to save his life, he throws a lollipops all over the field. Like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and really quickly, just about the Colts game before we move on, our guy Willie Beeman made a great point. The Colts signed Eric Fisher not too long ago. So, I mean, you know, just along that great offensive line, it just got a little bit better yeah. with a former yeah. first-round yeah. overall pick. But Yeah, yeah Kevin, that, that, was a, that was a duck moment. Um, <laughs> that was – that was yeah, listen, the, the, ever since – like, I don't know why the league can't just say a number, like 55 or 56. Like, why you got to look so fancy? I, I will say it? that, like, I know that, you know, the whole Roman numeral thing apparently really hurts your head. It's not that bad for me, but I wish they would go back to a little bit more original logos for the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, like, the, the, it, the reason it it's hard to remember what Super Bowl is what is because Everyone ever since Super same. Bowl 45, they've all looked the exact same. Every It's it's silver writing with, <laughs> you know, with the Lombardi trophy in there somewhere. Like, right. it's the exact, like, yeah, that's Super Bowl 37 logo. That's a cool logo. It's and memorable it's, as hell. It's, it's unique to you. San you Diego. look at the logo and you remember the team that won the game. You know, yeah, it's 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 unique to San Diego. Like, you know, it's it's always like a Tampa Bay one would have been cool. Yeah, like, what a palm trees you know, coming out. Like, 
Yeah, like the, the the last one with the Steelers and, and Cardinals in Tampa Bay. Well, I, last pretty... I saw, I don't know if it was yep. official, but I think they're trying to take a step in the right direction this year. They've got like I palm the, trees. The and... six one, yeah, for LA. It, like, yeah, yeah. It was like, kind of like orangish, like orangish kind of. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe we're going in the right direction, but uh, yeah, the Buffalo man, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun one. A little surprise, it wasn't a prime time game, but this will be a game that's nationally televised. Um, this will be similar to the Kansas City game uh, where it's just at, it's at four twenty five, but it's nationally televised, um, and people are wondering why it's not, you know, um, <laughs> why it's not prime time. Yeah, I, okay, David Cardona, I elect for the Super Bowl logo to be like Mr. Bucks Nation's face when the team drafted trash. It was such <laughs> happiness and pure bliss. Yeah, I was – obviously, you watched it. If you saw James's reaction, I was a little bit – Oh, dude, so, I, I think you know, the first thing that went to his head was you because yeah, of how much you dislike Kyle Trask. Like, I don't uh, like the pick. It's not a pick I would have made this year, but I think Kyle Trask as a player will will grow on me. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows. Player grows he hasn't stuff. taken a snap, dude. Nobody knows how he's going to do. All these, all these fans are like FSU fans that are saying he's a bust already, and you know, yeah. Bucks made a huge mistake. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And when you've got Tom Brady, going to play at least two more years. The Bucks are still winning Super Bowls, so you know, let's see what happens when they when they stop doing that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's let's finish up this Bills one. Bills are very good. Bills yes. are one of the NFL's elite. This is probably the best team I think the Bucks are going to play. Them or the Rams. Like I said, it's very close. So, um, a, a tough game. Uh, containing Josh Allen is no easy task because Josh Allen, like Patrick Mahomes, does a lot of things that like you think you have him. Right. Like you're like, there's no way he can actually do it, and then he just does it. Right. He's not as crazy he's as just, Patrick Mahomes. He's just one in that of those sense. guys. He, and now, but he is a risk taker. So he's a guy that isn't afraid to, to risk it. So, you know, be opportunistic. The Bucks secondary is going to have to be opportunistic. So, and also he can run. So the Bucks defense is going to keep him in the pocket, make him throw from that pocket. Yeah. And, you know, on offense, Tom Brady, like he never loses the Bills. I think he's lost to the Bills like once or twice in the past 15 years or something. <laughs> it's it, 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 illegit. Oh, no, I know. I know. Yeah. We were joking um, about, uh, you know, if the Bills won the AFC championship game, they go to the Super Bowl just to see Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Like you, you let, he left the division and you're like, Oh, the division's ours. Right, and you're yeah. like, oh, we get to see you one more time. Do you crush our dreams? Um, I will so, say, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to move on. Um, yeah. You know, taking a look at week 15 and 16, two straight division games for Tampa Bay, but your closing thoughts on the bills. Yeah. It's, it's a tough game. It's, it's like I said, I think, I could see the Bucks losing this one. They, you know, I think yeah. this is you could slice it either way, and I think I would. You know, you could talk. I don't think any team is gonna. I don't think the Bucks are gonna be. I know we say this every year. I don't think the Bucks are gonna be blown out by every by anybody. But I also don't know how many teams are they're actually gonna blow out. So like, I think there's gonna be another close game. I, I, think, I think there's a couple games on this schedule, like one that I think we'll talk I think about here in a minute. I think it, you know this game could be a coin flip for for either team. So oh, yeah. moving on to a rematch of the exact same situation from last year when the Buccaneers got embarrassed. How poetic is that? Right. The Saints are going to be wearing those stupid alternate uniforms with the extra gold flare. Yeah, the Bucs are going to be wearing red. Raymond James Stadium, the Bucks taking on the Saints. Probably for the division at this point. I mean, if it's week 15, uh, you got a good yeah. idea of yeah, what I mean, the playoff picture yeah. looks like, what seeds you might end up. I, I mean, think you got a lot I of division games point, left, though, too. You got three more after this. 
At this point, more. you would see you would probably see the Bucks at the top of the division, and I think this would be New Orleans' maybe last grasp to try and to try and uh, get ahead of Tampa. So, like, this is a game that New Orleans might need, like, might need to to be able to to win the division, right? Um, if Just like the Bucks needed Week Nine last year to win the division, yeah. and and hopefully it's the same thing. Yeah, right. So, Hopefully, just, just opposite, right? So, yeah, um, yeah I just, uh, you know, it's it's so funny that it's in Tampa. It's Sunday night football. It, it's, it's <laughs> the, the two teams are likely going to be wearing similar uniforms. It's oh, just, they did it on purpose. So, it's so funny to me. And uh, now, you know, the Buccaneers might have some motivation because it's the same situation. It's going to be the same exact situation. So you got embarrassed the last time this situation played out. Don't oh, let yeah. that happen again. And especially if you're trying to trying to fend off the Saints who maybe let's say they're a game back or they're two games back behind you. And you know, you know that if you win this one, that essentially puts a you know, puts like a fork in them, like they're done for their their division. Not maybe not their playoff hopes, but their division hopes, you gotta get it done. So I, I think that the Bucks are going I think the Bucks are gonna split with the Saints. I I think that the the Bucks probably win this game though. With, yeah. But I've 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 had the Bucks splitting with the Saints and and losing and losing to New Orleans in New Orleans and beating New Orleans in Tampa for like the last three straight seasons. So what I say doesn't really matter. <laughs> Another division game, second to last one. But just like last season, the Buccaneers play the same team two times in three weeks. This time it is Carolina, and they get their shot at Carolina week sixteen and week eighteen. And it's hard to say where this Panthers team is going to be. I think obviously all of it is going to depend on Sam Darnold. Is he the guy in Carolina? Can he thrive in that offense with Joe Brady? Um, We don't know, but by week 16, we'll definitely know if that's the case or not. And if it is, you know, let's say they're, uh, I don't know, closing in on nine, 10 wins at this point. Maybe they're a team that, uh, you know, Bucks won't be able to sweep as easily as say Atlanta, but I, I don't know. A lot of question marks surrounding, carolina this year do you think they ultimately make it work they're another team that like yeah you just don't know yeah because there's like so many unknowns there one year under their belt you know with the yeah. new coaching system and everything so it's kind of a question mark yeah and i mean brand new quarterback they did lose curtis samuel but they're getting christian mccaffrey back a healthy mccaffrey yeah um added some more pieces on defense i think they're on the right track but I just don't think this is the year for them. And I think the Bucks, you know, should be, uh, you know, should be able to, to at least split with them and maybe even sweep them. I know Kevin, unpopular opinion, Panthers would be the Bucks' biggest opponent division. I just, I, you know, I, I don't, honestly, to me, it's not an unpopular opinion. Because I've seen it around a lot. I just think a lot of people are forgetting just how good like new Orleans core players that are still there. are. Right. Like Like, new Orleans lost a lot of guys, but what made that team function so well was that they were a well-oiled machine. And if you have a core of players, which they still do, they just kind of swapped out the quarterback and, and lost a lot of pieces, but that core is still there. And you know, they still have Sean Payton as the head coach. Yeah. Sean, they, they have one of the best coaching staff. They didn't, they, I mean, you know, their offensive line is still going to be a top ten in the NFL. They they didn't, you know, they didn't lose Michael Thomas. They didn't lose Alvin Kamara. Those guys are still there. They didn't lose Cam Jordan. Uh, you know, they they didn't lose, um, you know, Demario Davis or, or Malcolm Jenkins or Marshawn Lattimore. So those guys, they, I don't under, I think the people are just so down on the Saints right now. And I know this is a Buccaneers podcast. So I'm saying that, but like, I still think like the Saints are the biggest competition. Like, yes, I think the Bucs are better than the Saints. 
you know, but I, th- I think the Saints are the biggest competition. I, I just don't think the, um, the, I just don't think the, the, the Panthers are there yet. And that's yeah. okay for them, right? They're not looking to be there yet. So I think they'll be competitive again. I think it'll be another season where they're competitive. They'll probably win six or seven games and we'll see how it goes from there. Um, like you said, Joe Brady, his offense. I like Joe Brady. It really, like you said, uh, I think he'll be a head coach in the NFL off. someday. No, no, this is his last season, Carolina. Yeah. yeah he's, he's 150% get a job. Um, so, you know, Sam Darnold by then, like you'll know if Sam Darnold is a success in Carolina oh, yeah. or not by, you know, by then. So we'll see what happens. I mean, if the Panthers are out of it at that point, what motivation do they really have? The Bucks could be fighting for a number one seed at that point, while the Panthers could be down in the dump. So that could make it an easier game. We'll have to wait and see. For sure. Moving on to the final road game of the season. We kind of joked about this matchup a little bit earlier, and I don't even think it's so much the football team that's going to give the Bucks problem more than it is the weather. But uh, yeah. late December, they're going to be playing the New York Jets in New York. Yeah, I mean, it's the Jets, dude. It's you know, yeah, it's, it's Zach Wilson. It's uh, it's Robert Salas, right? Robert it's Robert Sala. Sala. Sorry, it's it's the Jets. <laughs> Are you telling me you might get a Buccaneers snow game? Oh, with Tom Brady and the red and pewter, baby? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, Mr. December himself, you know, you got to feel good about uh, having Brady on your team coming into this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And uh, real quick, before we completely move on from the Saints, if the Saints, Willie Beeman, if the Saints keep on having a mediocre draft that core won't mean anything. Sure. I'm talking about this this particular season, though. I think eventually, yeah, like if you're talking 2022, I think the Panthers will probably be in a better position in 2022 than, than the Saints. But these this season, the, the Saints are still like, – they're still fine. Like they're still – they're going to be fine. Um, you know, so uh, we'll see what happens um, with this Jets game, right? Uh, it's going to be cold. It, it'll, be, it'll be cold. Um, and the Jets will probably be out of it by now. So, you know, maybe yeah. – We'll see what happens with with Zach Wilson, how he translates the NFL. Looks like he's you know unlike a guy Justin Fields. Right. It looks like or or Mac Jones. It looks like Zach Wilson's the clear cut starter. So, um, you know I, I I do think that he'll be the guy. He'll be the guy the entire year. Jets have some young pieces, but they're they're you know they're they're in a full rebuild. I mean, they are they are in a they're in a complete rebuild. It's a rookie head coach, which I know it'll, it's the end of the year, so essentially like he's had a year in the NFL almost. But uh, I do like Robert Sala. I think the Jets are on the right track. I just think the tracking the tracking getting fixed this season. <laughs> right, so, right. Like, there's still a lot of still a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there there's there's still there's still a lot of track to be built. So um, I think the Jets are a year or two away from being really competitive. And I think this should be a, you know, if the weather holds up fine, the weather, if it's snow or rain, man, that could really mess up a lot of things. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, you know, it, depending on the weather, it could be 47 to seven, just like it was the, uh, in Detroit last year. But if it's snowing, I don't think they're going to put up more than 35. No. I, and that's yeah, being generous I, because so it's I, the I Jets. think this, this, this is a game that maybe, you know, the Jets don't really have great weapons still like Denzel Mims is there. Jameson Crowder, I think, still there. But I mean, other than that, like, all the weapons are great. 
Corey Davis, they signed him a free agency, but I like Corey Davis, but he's been injury prone. So, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. But, um, I think, yeah, Tom Brady's dominated the Jets. I think he's going to continue to dominate the Jets. And I, I do think the Buccaneers will come away with one of their easier wins. I think this is obviously the worst opponent that they're, that they're going to play this year. <laughs> right. Right. So, I, I don't, you know, like you, you just got to, you got to put no doubt in, in this game. Yeah. And by the way, before we move on officially, Zach Wilson, he looks like the guy that I went to high school with who like played cornerback for two years, maybe wide receiver, a little skinny white guy. And then like junior year, he tried out to be the quarterback, but wasn't really good enough. So he had to settle with playing both ways, special teams, wide receiver, cornerback. There's just a lot of those skinny white dudes that really fit the mold of, of a Zach Wilson that I went to school with. And I don't know, he just he gives me those vibes. I know that has nothing to do with his football talent, but it's just what he looks like. And he I think Kevin like, said he's a future Abercrombie and Fitch model. So he gives me like Disney Pixar animated movie bad guy slash jerk kind of vibe. But like high school like, musical, he's the bad guy or something. No, but like but like an no like an animated movie. Like what? Like how, yeah, like uh, he kind of gives like, me like a like like my like dad's said, really rich or my dad's a lawyer uh, yeah. and but but you you know how like uh, people said Sam Darnold reminded them of the bad guy from The Incredibles, <laughs> right? Right, like you know a lot how, of people, like, people tell me that, that like, I remind them of uh, the bad guy do. from The Incredibles. You, you do, you do. All right, Jameis. Um, so <laughs> U.S. champ, brother. <laughs> you, you you beat the bro. You you, you made him go with Randy Orton. Um, Yo, by the way, RK Bros, great name. What a name. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, glad that they made name. something out of that. I really <laughs> thought Randy Orton was going to have to go off the TV because of an injury, but they yeah. definitely turned it into something. Exactly. Yeah, see, David knows what I'm talking about. Zach Wilson kind of looks like he's the main character of a Disney movie. Sure, but just yeah. like an animated Disney movie to me, and even like a regular Disney movie. Just looks like, not necessarily like a villain, but like just like the jerk. Right? Just like, like the bully. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, like, the, like, jo- like, the quarterback that's a dick. Yeah, basically. Yeah. The starting like, like, quarterback. You know, yeah, like just like a yeah, a dude that like thinks like he's not necessarily evil, but he's like the guy that like you want to like see the main character stick a pill. You you, know? you want to see him he get his like comeuppance, basically. Yeah. So yeah. And, and hopefully uh, the Buccaneers defense can can uh, can shut that bully up. <laughs> Final game of the season for Tampa Bay. Yeah, we so talked yeah, about it, Kevin. Yeah, syndrome. You look like yeah. syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We that's, that, that's okay. Whenever I shave my my hair, I I, I haven't done that for a few years. Everybody said I look like Bobby Hill. So. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. boy ain't right. Week eighteen, final week of the season. Let's wrap this thing up. A division game against the Panthers. Depending on what it looks like, I think the Buccaneers have some space in the division. Uh, you know, in the division, they have a firm grasp on the lead by this time of the year, but you might, you, you might not even see the starters in this one. But yeah. I mean, you know, if they need it, I think they'll come out and win it, but uh, closing things out at home against Carolina play them twice in three weeks. We talked a lot about the matchup. I think the success of Carolina is going to depend on Sam Darnold and how he's able to play in Joe Brady's offense this year. So that's that, that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2021 season schedule from beginning to end all 18 weeks of it. Yeah, I mean, here here's the thing. Um, you know, uh, by this time, and somebody brought this up to me a, a little bit ago. This is the first time with 17 games. Yeah, it so is. So, are teams going to be a little bit more cautious with their starters, knowing 
if they're making the playoffs and knowing that there's an extra game? Are they going to rest guys that maybe normally in a week 16 game you wouldn't, but since there's that extra game, right. maybe you will. So we'll see what happens there. Um, that'll, that'll be interesting to see this season for a lot of playoff teams. Like, do you rest your guys where you normally wouldn't because there's a whole extra game? Right. Um, and, so and with, we'll, we'll you say, know, with, with that last game being a division game for a lot of teams, you know, it really mixes up what's going to happen there because depending on the situation you find yourself in, playoffs fast approaching last game of the year, division games are pretty hefty as far as seeding goes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, um, yeah, that that game, hopefully everything's wrapped up for the Bucks and the number one seed or number two seed wrapped up and, you know, they, they got, I don't know, but uh, they, they got the division crown already and they don't really have to play. You could see Kyle Trask start his first regular Hell season yeah. Game. Um, but, uh, you know, one or more realistic note. Yeah. Hopefully this is a game that the books just go out and just don't screw around. If they need it, if they need to win it, to win the division or to get the number one seed, just don't screw around. I don't know if we learned our lesson from last year, but let's say, you know, Mike Evans is yet to hit his thousand yards and he's 35 away. You know, maybe throw well, him out I there mean, for a couple I, of series. Yeah, I mean, it, it's he might have a thousand yards, but then because <laughs> it's an it's the extra game. So it'll no, yeah, I definitely I think he will. So, so I mean, we'll we'll see. But so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We'll start to wrap things up here, but I just want to say a really quick thank you to everybody hanging out with us here in the live chat. David Cardona has been holding it down. Kevin five two two. Hopon is in here. Willie Beeman, a couple of other people as well. Don Trump, the one and only. And, of course, Frank G., everybody else who stopped by tonight. Thank you guys so much. So, overall, closing statements, your thoughts on the schedule. And, um, you know, obviously we'll go into a lot more detail when we do our season prediction show in August. Hmm. But, uh, you know, your general thoughts of, of how the season is going to go for Tampa Bay. It's Yeah, rec- also, Kevin, Kevin had said records going to be broken all over the place. No lie there, man. Yeah, it's a shame because a lot of like those records will have an asterisk next to it because right. it's an extra game, but and it's technically it's going to count as a regular season record. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun th- this season. I, I think you know you were excited for last season, but you still didn't exactly know how things were going to go. Like you weren't sure, right? You weren't sure how just how things were going to work with Tom Brady in this offense. Was the defense we've seen so many times. 2016, the defense on a run at the end right. of the year. They come back in 2017 and they're terrible, right? We didn't know what was the defense going to pick up where they left off. They did. Tom Brady, was he going to be able to, to fix, you know, to get the offense fixed and, you know, sort of working without a training camp, without really a, without a preseason? He did, right? It took some time. But now with these guys having a full year together after a championship season, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I, I, I do think it's, it's tougher than, than some say. A lot of people look at that track, the schedule thing and say, oh, this is an easy schedule. There's a lot of tough opponents on there, I think. But, you know, the Bucks are a good team. So, like, you know, you look at it and, yeah, there's tough opponents, but the Bucks can beat some of those tough opponents. They just yeah, won the Super Bowl. I mean, there are <laughs> more teams looking at the Bucks on their schedule this year exactly. than there has ever been. Yeah, exactly. There's there's teams of all the, the Rams fans, you know, the, the Bucks are looking at the Rams and saying, oh, that's a tough game. The Rams are looking, oh, man, play the Bucks, right? Right. Uh, week the, three, the, early on yeah, in the year. The, the, the Bills, the, the Bills are saying, yeah, we got to travel to Tampa, you know, uh, the, the Dolphins, oh, a young team traveling to Tampa, man, 
you know, Washington, oh, you got to play Tampa again. So when you get to the Super Bowl, like, yeah, it's a big deal. And yeah, like you said, it's a great point. Like teams are looking at the Bucks schedule the same thing, like the same way. Like they're looking at it the exact same way. So um, there, there's a few tough games. There's a few easier games. My message, just take care of your business against the teams you're supposed to beat. And then you mix and match. You're not going to be, you're, they're not going 17 and 0. Okay. I, I'm sorry. They're just, they're not. I just, you know, no team's done it really in, in, since the 2007 Patriots. It hasn't happened in nearly 15 years. It, it's just, I, it's not, I just don't see it happening with this team. Yeah. But, you know, especially with this schedule, because there's a lot of, but, but you know, you win the games you're supposed to win. You beat the, the Atlantas, you beat the Philly. Uh, you beat the Jets, you beat the Panthers, you beat uh, Chicago, you beat uh, New England, you know, you beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And then, you know, the, the Rams, the, the Colts, the Bills, you, you win some of those games, but you also lose some. So I, I think there's going to be ups and downs as there is with every season, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun in the end. Yeah. Now, what I'm looking forward to the most, our guy Kevin brought it up in the live chat, and uh, our guy Fresh the Killer also checking in. Thank you for hanging out with us, man. I'm excited for fans in the stands. I'm excited for, mm-hmm. for fans back in the stadiums. I'm excited for that game day feel. Maybe tailgating will be allowed again, and, and maybe you can have a little bit better of a sense of community among your fellow football fans every single Sunday because that's what we look forward to. But on top of all of that, I'm going to be trying my best to get some tickets to the games this year. I might have to go on a payment plan or get a separate credit card just to do it, but we're going to make it happen. But based on the early returns for those uh, tickets, you're going to have to. Yeah. 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 But I mean, we're going to have fans in the stands. We don't know if it's going to be a hundred percent capacity yet. I have a feeling it's not as soon as other teams, just because if Jane Castor has a say so in it, I don't think she really likes the big crowds, the lightning only allowing, I think 9,000 for the playoffs. So, so we'll have to see. But, you know, things change between now and September. So who the hell knows? But ladies and gentlemen, we'll have fans in the stands for potentially the greatest Buccaneer team ever assembled. And like, that's a that's a that's a crazy ass statement. But you're coming off of a Super Bowl. Everything Mm -hmm. is, you know, feeling good. We're on the right track. Everything's headed in the right direction for, you know, what feels like the first time. And God, since what? Oh, three. The, the season after they won their first Super Bowl, you, you can't yeah, feel probably. any better than you do right now. And, and the fact that they were able to keep this team together and from here compared to last year, they can only get better. Everybody should be really excited. I think it's going to be one hell of a season. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we will, we will see what happens. And it's, uh, I think I said, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of excitement. Um, and uh, let's hope that they can get off to a, to a hot start here. Maybe. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's a tough start. Like I said, with going from from Tampa to LA to New England, like that's that's tough. Um, so hopefully you're able to to manage some of those starts. But like you said, they don't really have you know three, four straight road games or you know even three straight home games. Really, they don't really have those long stretches, which will help. And they got a good bye week as well in there, so uh, that should help also for sure. Ladies and gentlemen. That's just about going to do it for this episode of the Cannon Fire Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here in the live chat over on YouTube. Thank you to our guy Willie Beeman for throwing down 10 bucks to the Wendy's Fund. We appreciate you and your support does not go unnoticed. Shout out to everybody else. Like I said, Kevin522, our moderator, holding it down. Fresh the Killer and any one of the Bubba Army that checked in. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Find the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
social media, best place to go for updates on the show. And of course, Buccaneers news as it happens. You can find us there at Cannon Fire Podcast. Speaking of social media, find my co-host on Instagram at Bucks underscore daily. The number one Buccaneers fan page on Instagram with over 30,000 followers, right? Almost? No, no, I'm at 28. At 28. Oh, we're, we're getting there. 28 right now. I think we need we to make it a goal, there, see if you can hit 30K before the season starts. The Buccaneers social media Hopefully. just hit a million followers million. on Twitter today, and I think they're over a mil on Instagram, too. So you got a good shot. Congratulations to those people. Uh, Jill uh, works incredibly hard. and it's, Yeah, it's one of the best in, in the league, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's you know uh 28k right now we're there let's let's try and get to 30 before the season starts before week one you know opening night let's let's try to get to 30k hell yeah buddy last but not least you can find myself on social media facebook or i'm sorry not facebook instagram and twitter at reticus r-h-e-t-t-a-k-u-s if you follow me i will follow you back i don't know when we'll talk to you guys next rookie mini camp is going to be kicking off here soon and then, of course, training camp soon after. Football starting again, folks. I know it feels like the offseason you know, just got here, but we're past the draft. We know what this team's going to look like roster-wise, and uh, we have a preseason ahead of us as well to kind of, to kind of, you know, iron out the kinks. But we'll be here to talk to you guys about Tampa Bay Buccaneers football sooner than you think because we got a lot to talk about whether you know it or not. I am your host, Rhett. Signing off for my co-host, Evan Wanish. We'll catch you guys later. Check out some of the other Buccaneers live streams as well that are still going. Everybody talking about the schedule release. It has been a pleasure talking about it with you. Thank you guys so much for checking out this episode of the Cannon Fire Podcast, brought to you by your friends over at Bet Online. We'll talk to you later. As always, go Bucks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save.